Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We have another episode of the BTB podcast. Uh, I'm Shane Taggart here with my co-host, TJ Jones. We took the week off due to some animal treatment. We're an animal first podcast here. Two huge dog guys. Um, and, you know, we're back. This podcasting thing's a lot harder than we thought. You got to be on top of it. And T, I'm not going to speak for you, but there's a lot of work going on here. Yeah, I mean, I feel you, man. And I, I appreciate everybody bearing with us as we uh, we had a little bit of an injury last week. Mr. Sonny Bear got in a little little scuffle with his Uncle Duke. Um, all was good. We just had to take him to the vet real quick. He uh, lost the top piece of his ear. Um, he looks a little funky now, kind of like a little Nemo. But, you know, we still love him. He's doing he's doing just fine, like it, like nothing ever happened. Um, but, yeah, we had quite a, a quite a week in the PLL last week. I mean – you got Redwoods finally getting a win. You know, they kind of figure things out. Um, you know, the Cannons did not show up. The Archers did show up. Um, the Whip Snakes do their usual thing. And, you know, all aboard the Chrome Train because that thing is headed straight to championship weekend. And I love that we jumped on that train early, Shane. We, we are on that train. Um, you know, obviously with the games from week three, I can't believe it's week three already. Um, I definitely think with these games being on ESPN, the season feels just so much more real. It yes. seems like a legit, it seems like a legit sport now, like not notice credit to, you know, NB, NBC sports or things like that, or Peacock, but, um, you know, you can turn on the TV on Friday after work and there's games on, you know, if you're not going out, you can just turn it on. And I really like how they're back to back. So yep. it, and to be honest, sometimes it might even be just background noise, but um, they were on the island last week. I thought number one, playing at Hofstra, that it's such a great stadium. Like Hofstra, as of late, doesn't have the huge recognition like it did in the early 2000s, late 90s. But what it does have is a great presence in Nassau County where you're going to get people to show up. People can go to the games from the tri state area and you're going to get a good attendance. So I thought that was awesome. Um, and we're going to keep the recap pretty short this week, just since, to be honest, not a lot of eyes on the TV on Saturday. Um, you know, being down the shore for both of us, that's on us. We're going to get better. Um, we'll be better. We're going to be better. But, T, first thing I noticed was Chrome Water Dogs. Um, the Chrome are fucking for real, man. Like, Dylan Malloy is playing unbelievable lacrosse right now. This was a game where, yeah, the Water Dogs were missing some guys. You know, their quarterback, Sowers, doesn't play, and it's back and forth. The Chrome come roaring back at the end there, and that's what a championship team's going to do. So they win 17-14, and I think the Chrome are going to be a playoff team, number one. But number two, the Water Dogs, like, here we go again. Stinking it up early. I don't, know if, they can, I don't know if they can figure it out. I think they got to get into the – not the rebuild, but this team doesn't have an identity. Yeah, they they need to they need to figure it out. I mean, that's this is a great game to start with because I think after doing some deep thinking about this league recently and seeing the Chrome just like explode out of nowhere, um, I think the key to winning in this league is youth, and it, it's just prevalent prevalent in what you see from the Chrome. Like the Chrome were like the probably one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the league last year. And they revamp with Nick turn was now 
and Dylan Malloy, who didn't hasn't played in the league, but like is still a young face. Um, and they drafted well, and now now they're the top of the league. And then you got another team like the hold on, who am I thinking of right now? Atlas, who's just like they they've got a bunch of new guys. They're tearing it up too. I just, I just think, and I went on this rant a couple of weeks ago. The league needs to have more younger players in the in the league more often. They need to give the young guys who are coming out of the college the opportunity to show what they can do, and that's the key to winning. It's not it's not ride the train of thirty five year old vets. Like you you need to have youth, and I think you you see it in the way Chrome plays. You got Nick Turn putting up six points. You got Wisnowskis putting up. I think he had three goals. Justin Anderson has five goals. Like they're just a train. Yeah, and like you know, that train gets started at the X where Farrell's just kind of been a man on a mission this year. Um, you know, he's putting them in the best position to win. And not only that, though, but scoring 17 goals in this league, like that's tough to do, especially like with the goalies in this league. Now, obviously, the Water Dogs get back. You know, they're starting goalie from you know fresh off an NLL championship. Shout out to friend of the program Anthony Jokum uh, for winning his first ring. Big time win for Coach Jokes. Um, we're going to get him on hopefully very soon to talk about that. But the Chrome are for real. The Water Dogs, hey, Not maybe real. hit the reset button soon. Um, I that think I called it on Mikey be. Sowers, dude. I think I called I it. I, I think he's a little overrated. He didn't even play. I know play, he didn't play. Yeah. I know he didn't play, but I just, I, I don't know. I they think did better without him on the field. They put up 14 goals still. Um, Atlas Whipsnakes, following up from that, the – Huge, huge win by the Whip Snakes where I had to hear about it from Rambo on FaceTime, you know, not picking the Whip Snakes to win. I thought the Atlas attack was going to be able to dominate them. But what we're seeing from the Whip Snakes is this team knows how to win and their defense Absolutely. is just fucking legit. Like, legit. Like, Dunn, Earhart, Bryce Young. Like, these dudes just know how to play. Like, They've been playing together for, it seems like, 20 years. And Burn Lord's starting to get – he's playing really well right now. He's figuring and, it out. And that's good. Also, the Atlas, you know, you have two young superstars. You know, they're going to get to where they want to be. This was kind of a wake-up call. Like, hey, we're still the two-time champs. We lost in the championship last year. Like, we, we know what – we kind of expected that. You know, I took the Atlas, but um, – that's a loss. I suck at gambling. Three for eleven. You need to. Um, you need to figure it out. I. I yep. To all our listeners out there, <laughs> fade tags is a real thing. Do not three pick, and eleven on the year. The I'm not going to say I'm that much better, but I am fifty percent. I'm, I'm six and six. Like I'm. I'm steady. I'm good for. I'm good for two picks a week. If you can. If you can bandwagon those two picks. Like, if you can decipher be a good which shape. ones to take. Yeah. yeah, they're not that hard. They're not that hard to decipher. And in our in our defense, we didn't know Lyle was just not going to show up that one week. And uh, actually, that doesn't substitute for your awful gambling advice. But listen, whatever. Listen, you listen to TJ. <laughs> you listen to TJ. You know, you can pay your mortgage. You can pay for your seven dollars of gas. You pick with me. No, you can't. You pick with me, and you're living <laughs> on the edge. You know, every game's a rush, and we're going to leave the that paycheck. For now. Paycheck to paycheck. Single mom with right, three on. jobs right. over here. Fair um, enough. But back to that, the game. Back to the game. That that rolls us into Saturday, uh, where the Archers balled the fuck out, putting up 20 on the Cannons, which, I mean, I was completely wrong on that. 
That game was on ABC, first time in forever that ABC was hosting lacrosse, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, Will Manny went off, kind of turned back the clock, really showed up. You know, they get uh, they get Connor Fields coming back this week for that Archers team. Um, you know, with Amet and such, Schreiber. So I think the Archers are going to get used to scoring a ton of goals now. Um, and to be honest, you know, T, I know we didn't really, you know, deep dive into these two games a lot, but, you know, that, that leads us with the Saturday afternoon game with the Redwoods and the chaos and this chaos team, listen, you're playing with a bunch of backups. All your dudes are coming back this week and the Redwoods like, all right, congrats. Like you, you, you beat the, you beat the MLL team. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, still I mean, think, I, I still think you have trouble in paradise there, but, Oh Yeah. So, I mean, you know, week three, listen, it was good. But I think week four really starts to get some momentum going here for some of these teams. Because, number one, first game, Saturday night, Redwoods Whip Snates. And I I think the Whip Snates just dominate this from top to start, from start to I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Like, the Redwoods got a charity win against like you said an mll team in the chaos which is just like just like trying to stay afloat and they added (laughs) i i saw this post on twitter today they added five guys to their active roster from from the nll championship and it's and it's gonna it's gonna be a completely different team it's gonna be a completely different team the chaos will be this week and that's why you just can't you just can't put any backing to that Redwoods win last week and yeah. the whips are, ju- are gonna the whips are gonna be the whips like they just know no. how to win they I, it's still amazing that a guy like Justin Gutterding came from the chrome and is like the catalyst to this whip stakes offense still like I just there's there's I'm hammering it's minus one line is minus one and a half whips I hope you learn from Rambo this week and don't <laughs> yeah, fade the shout out. I am hammering them. Hammering. Shout them. out. Shout out to Matthew. Um, I, I'm taking the whips. What, whatever it is, I'm taking the whips. Um, and I just think with the Redwoods, like, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's this really big attackman. He's native. His name's Zed Williams. Pretty much dominates the league. He's coming back too. So now you have the Bass brothers with Rambo and Zed coming back together. Now you, ha- you still have Gutterdine. And I just think their defense, like, I know, I know they have Jules and, and Ryder, but, but I'm taking Matt Dunn over Jules. I'm taking Bryce Young over Ryder Garnsey. Like, to me, those are going to cancel out. I think the Whip State's midfield, both ways, their O mids and their D mids, especially Earhart, too is such a game changer. Like he's going to lock up either Perkovic or uh, Miles Jones. So I think that one's cancels out. I think we're all, we're all aboard the whip snakes train. The, oh, yeah. then Friday night, nine 15, a little bit of a late start. So, you know, if you I have like the kids, that though, but you know, if you have the kids out, you know, maybe, maybe a couple sodas for them. Maybe you have a couple adult sodas and you'll let them stay up a little later. You know, no one's, everyone's sleeping in on Saturday, but, Chaos Water Dogs. I think this is the most interesting game because, like we just alluded to earlier, you're getting a chaos team that some guys just played an entire season with each other. Dane Smith, um, 
Josh Byrne. Like, you're getting – I think Cloutier's out, they said, but I, I believe he's back. And Ian McKay. Ian McKay, who's an OMID playing pole who can score. Like, the two-bomb squad, now it starts getting real interesting when they have all their guys back. So, I think it's going to be the, – their, their offense is going to be so boxy compared to how it has been. It's going to They're going to have so much – they're going to have so much chemistry because they were all just playing together on Buffalo. And yeah. they're going to go right into – right into the – to the PLL field games. games. With, with more space, a little bit longer shot clock. Um, the, I mean, still, I think Blaze is still the best goalie in the league. And you're playing a water dog team that, yes, they had their goalie coming back who's hot, but the rest of that team's a fucking dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. And to be honest, I am hammering the over because let's all right. So first things first, somebody's gonna have to come out with a win. So I'm taking the chaos hundred percent. Dylan Ward was the reason might have been the reason the Mammoth won the NLL championship. He was fantastic that series. He was fantastic all playoffs. Um so he's gonna hop in net for water dogs. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be a bit of an adjustment, but I'm. I think the chaos just roll, absolutely roll this weekend. Yes, and especially and like you just look at previously, like with the water dogs, like uh, Matt DeLuca, you know, forty two percent. I mean, it's forty two percent better than I would do, and Jake Withers forty seven percent. Like you're under fifty percent in both the special teams battle. That's not going to get it done. Um, you know, Kieran McCardle is your highest point score. He has nine points. Like. And Ryan Brown's your you know, your best shooter. I just think the chaos, you know, both teams are 0-3. Loser this one, really tough to get out of that hole um, and make the playoffs. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put the the capital L on whatever team loses this game and they will not make the playoffs. But I'm hammering the line for the chaos, which we will be tweeting out um, after the game. So I apologize for not having that on information on us. We'll have our stat team get on that soon. Um, <laughs> TJ, that leads us into the, which I think is, you know, every game we've been saying the Chrome, like, is this team for real? Is this team for real? Is this team for real? You know, they're playing the cannons and we, we both earlier in the year did say we like the cannons, but fuck this Chrome team, dude. Like, how do you not root for them? Like they are, that, the, they're just they're fun. Chrome train. Chrome train. Yeah, dude. It's, it's a, it's what's great about the Chrome is you like, you just look at their attack line. You just look at their attack line. All right. So you, maybe you want to put a lot of attention on Nick turn who's been really hot and has been killing it right out of college. Okay. So you take the, take the emphasis off of Nick turn and then you got a guy named Dylan Malloy. Okay. So you don't want to take, let's say you want to put the emphasis on Dylan Malloy. Oh, well, there's the Tuarton winner uh, across the field. His name's Logan Wisnowskis. He can stretch the field from the from the midline. Um, like, there's just no – and then you got a guy like Justin Anderson running out of the box who just came off a five-goal game. Like, this team is so well-rounded, and they're just playing, like, perfect lacrosse. They have great chemistry with each other. They're just – they're flying around the field. Like I and they've got a guy in Connor Farrell who's going to get that team the ball all the time. Like there's no reason to ever bet against this team. I think they're headed straight. Like I said, headed straight to the championship. Um, and I think they'll see the whip snakes there. But we'll, I uh, even, we'll see what happens. 
I, I even think with the Chrome, like it, it, it's funny, you know, you just mentioned a lot of guys and we're not even talking, like we didn't even mention Heacock yet. Who's having a really strong year. Yeah. Um, also a psycho wearing defenseman elbow pads as a mid, like wild. I mean, card he is a, he is a hoss. He is like, um, he is an absolute hoss. Yeah. He, he's a maniac, but even like, and it, <laughs> we haven't even talked about this part of this team yet. Like, Dude, their defense is no fucking joke. Like, Jesse Bernhard is a great defenseman. JT Giles Harris has been eating guys up. Nick Grills pretty much coming out of the box, too. Like, you have a you have a, a young one-two punch with Giles Harris and Grill, both 24 younger. And you tag that with Jesse Bernhard, 31-year-old veteran, coach in college, knows how to run a defense. Guys like Mike Manley as well and James Bra- uh, Barclay. Like, this team's going to be fine. And then you have Farrell absolutely lighting it up. And then you got uh, Scannoni, who's kind of been the – He's know, been like the, solid. He's solid. been solid between the pipes. So, like, I think this Chrome team's for real. I think they're all bought in. And at this point last year, they're not playing well. They've been the laughing stock of the league. So you, you can't really take these like any of these teams lightly. But then when you flip the switch here and you go, okay, en- enough on the Chrome, and you look at the you know the cannons, it's like, well, if Lyle doesn't play well, what is this team? If I am I am really looking forward to the matchup. I think or I assume it'll be JT Giles Harris on Lyle. I don't know if JT has ever matched up against him. Or, or nah. if he'll, if if he's ever seen anything like that, but I think that's going to be a hell of a matchup and something to watch for sure. Yeah, and I, I even think kind of finishing this one here. I mean, like if it's going to be Lyle and they try and take and they like they're gonna, they're going to say, hey, let Lyle do what he does, but we're not going to let Jake Ficaro step down and shoot on us. Um, I mean, and you go to the X, like Stephen Kelly's had an okay year, you know, he's fifty one percent. But I think Farrell's just – he's a bull in a china shop. Um, and then Morocco's at 50%. So, you know, if you're looking at – if you want to break the game down into three parts, like right off the bat, you got to give the Chrome the the immediate nod in the special teams category where, you know, if you have a hot goalie and a hot faceoff guy, you're getting – you know, you're getting easier outlet passes. You're getting the ball more. Your offense is in a rhythm. But then, you you know, you look at the attack from – uh, the cannons and you know they're very attack heavy but their midfield isn't really doing it like asher nolting like okay like hey definitely a rookie you know for caro yeah he's a veteran but look at how this roster is constructed you're rolling out there with i mean they have one two three four five six they have seven attackmen shane jackson uh charlon Beatties, like Cuchinello, like those guys haven't even played really. Um, so I, I just think, you know, the even from a defensive standpoint, like they have a ton, like they don't have really any LSMs. They, they run out with four D middies and they have six close defensemen that they just rotate. So again, I don't think it's the best approach, but who knows? Maybe uh, really maybe some, odd. It's very, really very odd, odd how this thing is constructed. Like two goalies and two face off guys, but like, and, and you can definitely tell then, like, your midfield, like, Bubba Fairman's one of your own middies. Like, 
guy just played guy just played deep mid all year in college. Like, I don't care if you're an All American at Maryland and you play tack. There's a different level of skill being a PLL midfielder than playing D-Midi. So we'll we'll see, man. I, I I'm not I'm not sold on the cannons right now from this week at least. And watch them get fucking watch them just decide to ball the fuck out. Um, <laughs> so and like, that's gonna that's gonna botch your pick again. <laughs> yeah, so I'll fucking wash that one out. But this brings us to the the nightcap Saturday night, eight forty five. Um, between I think two of the I think these teams are very even T with with the Archers and the Atlas. You know, yeah. both teams coming in at, at two and one. Um, you know, obviously the Atlas have kind of been the story of the lead with T um kind of leading that MVP race, but Trevor Baptiste is he looks like he's back to Denver, whooping up yeah. on the big east, like seventy oh, yeah. percent. Can cannons at sixty two percent, like right there again great special teams and what do you know you're winning games but t i'm I'm gonna kick it over to you on this one what do you think is you know the the key to this game because when when you look at it first you you start this is one of those games where i think you can name a ton of guys and i think it comes down to a game where like who has more dudes just flat out more dudes in this type of deal i know it's gonna be i think this is I wish this game was on ESPN two instead of the Redwood Whip Snakes matchup because this is going to be an incredible, an incredible game. Um, yeah, I, I think like I am taking the Archers, and it's a really tough decision because I've already bet against Jeff T and he's made me pay. But like, I I just watched Matt Moore like have a coming out party in the PLL, and I think he's going to start riding that train. And then we're still waiting to see if Grant Ahmed comes back next week. I hope he does because that just makes this team an a immediate contender as if they aren't, weren't already. It just gives them – it puts them on another level. They're on another tier with Ahmed back. Um, and then they, they also get Connor Fields. Like, where is he going to fit into this mix? Like, this yeah. this this Archers team is just waiting to explode. And they've, they've – like, again, they've kept themselves afloat. They're a two and one team, but they get and they get Connor Fields back, and they're going to get Grant Ahmed back. So who knows what the, what's going to happen there? But I I like what you I like what you alluded to with the with the specialist game because I think the the advantage at the face off X is obviously going to go to Trevor. I mean he's the if one of if not the best in the in the uh, in the league. And then the the goalie matchup is interesting because I think I give the nod to to. Concannon on Atlas as well. Um, but Gittleman has kind of proved me wrong, and he's showing that his age is just a number because it seems like he's kind of gotten his groove together. Um, so we'll see. I mean, well, I think, age, again, like age, I said, I think Archer's all the is, way. Age is just a number, but not lacrosse. Hey, oh. Um, <laughs> but all the reasons that you just said, and with no disrespect, just made me love the Atlas even more. Because, Are you kidding me? <laughs> because you just said when Grant Ament comes back, Connor Fields comes back, Will Manny comes back, Marcus Holman comes back. Hey, guess what, T? One fucking ball. And Fields, you know what he does when he gets the ball. He has that Albany blood in him where it's like, all right, I'm going to get to my spot. I'm going to do what I want to do. And there's a reason why the chaos traded him. Then you have a guy like Ament where he's going to be your, your he's going to be your feeder. Well, Will Manny's playing hot right now. He's going to want a little bit more shine. He's coming off eight points. Marcus Holman, 
all these guys are going to want to get theirs. But when I look at this Atlas team, and I look at them, and I go, you know what? Teat, Law, and Gray, I think they bounced back after what they did last week. I really do. They just played the best defense in the league. Hey, these guys are young. They're going to be fresh. We'll see what we got. But then you look at the midfield, and I think Bucaro's having a very underrated year. I think Docs Aitken is due for something big. Crowley, Costabile, all could be, you know, all could have a solid game and know their role and really let the de- let their attack take over. But I think this defense does match up pretty well with, you know, Van Rapphorst, Rex Road, and Durkin, where Durkin's probably gone against, you know, Manny and Holman for years now. Rex Road, you know, a Big Ten defender in the league a few years now. And then Van Rapphorst, I think, is probably their best guy right now just from a youth standpoint. So I think they're going to match up. Colby Smith, LSM, he's been playing great. But the number one thing is, they're going to get the ball every fucking time. Yeah, but, like, I, I get what you're saying with the midfield of Atlas, but you got to look at the matchups. Like, but, every, but every time someone scores, like, say, say the Archers go up 2 nothing, right? Well, Atlas probably going to win. Like, all right, they're going to kill that momentum. Like, Baptiste is going to be able to kill any momentum that they get. So the Archers can't explode on these runs. Because the, the, the Atlas are going to get the ball back at some point. Just because, number one, Ken Cannon's making saves and Trevor's getting them the ball. And for that reason, I'm out on the Archers. I am in. I'm not giving any lock of the weeks because I need to get my bearings back. But boy, would we love a 4-0 weekend out of tags here. Get us to 7-11. and We start crawling out of this hole. We start moving some money around the portfolio. You know, maybe a little bit in the stock market. It's down. We buy now. But I think the Atlas, um, I, I think they can kind of hold something off here. And not to I mention, think it's time. I think it's time to officially fade tagged after that pick. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, fade. I wasn't. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to pull it out. But like, I was Go going ahead. to let you down fade easy. It. But you are an absolute idiot. Are you Go kidding ahead. me? Fade. You're, you're, fade. you're gonna. You're gonna take. You're gonna take. No, no, no. This. This is a. This is a. A, inexperienced underratedly inexperienced Atlas team. And this is my rebuttal to you saying there needs to, you need to share the ball for this Archers team. There's only one ball. Well, guess what? Will Manny, Marcus Holman, they've been around and they've already played with Grant Ament, So they know how to share the ball. Will Manny has just been filling in the role. He's been, he's just filling the void that Grant has left them for the first couple of games of the season. And you just plug Grant in there and you plug fields in a little bit there too. And it's like nothing. It's like nothing ever happened. So you know what? As, you're you're being a bozo. You're being a bozo. As, you're gonna go one and four, or you're gonna go one and three again. And you're gonna your record's gonna be in the tank. And you might as well just <laughs> jump in the net right now because you're you're just wasting our time. As somebody that's also battling a lower body injury like Grant Amentis, and I'm not <laughs> able to play him, and I'm not able to play in my team soccer championship. Shout out to the washed up buddies. We're coming for a ring. Tuesday night, next week at 7, be there, South Philly. I just think that I might be down, but I'm not out. And we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Got 11 more weeks of lacrosse. Plenty of games left. Game, game, game. Oh, games. my God. But on that note, I think this is going to be a, a really good slate. Um, it's also in Baltimore, which is obviously a hotbed lacrosse. So hopefully they, they get a big crowd out there. Um, and, and really pack it in. Not but. just not just anywhere in Baltimore, Shane. It is Homewood Field. 
the, the game of lacrosse field. the game of lacrosse returns to the mecca of lacrosse where the Johns say, Hopkins University plays you know people talk about the garden for basketball the rose bowl in college football lambeau field in the nfl we're talking homewood field the house that petro built and got canned because he couldn't deal with all these top recruits but that's going to be that's more of a college lacrosse podcast topic but no i think you know, reviewing things here, I think Whip Snakes, Chaos, Chrome, Atlas, and I believe you are Whip Snakes, Chaos, Chrome, Archers. Hell yeah, baby! And that's okay. four and zero for me. If you want to run, if you want to earn a little bit of extra beer money this weekend, if you want to, if you want to get a couple more bucks into the portfolio so you can watch it all get pissed away by Joe Biden and the stock market, you can. Ride this train, baby, because we are rolling. We are rolling. We're two and two. We're I can guarantee we go two and two at the very least. So, you know, as if as long as you're gonna break even, you might as well take a roll. Am I right? Listen, you're a dear friend of mine, but I'm I'm just not seeing what you're seeing with this archers team. And you know what? Shame on me. They hung 20 last week, but again, this is the PLL. Fucking anything can happen, and we can all agree at least on that, that anything can happen in this league. You know, we got guys coming back from another league. We got rosters kind of being, like, constrained. Like, when you look at the player pool, it's insane how, like, there's, like, 10 guys that just lost their job just in a day. <laughs> like, like, they've been grinding. They made it through training camps. Like, all right, hey, good guys are back. See ya. Like, it's like when you go to it's like when you go to college and, you know, you're talking to a girl all semester. You're like, all right, well, I'm going home. Back to the hometown, girlfriend. Like, these guys just got picked up, <laughs> dropped off. Like, like no, no faith in them. But I think it's going to be, um, you know, definitely a weekend where, you know, it's week four. Teams start hitting their strides. And, I mean, I think by week six, I think we're going to really know who can play and who can't. So, I think for week five and week six, we'll start declaring, like, we'll be putting the D on them for done. Out, get out. D for done. <laughs> done. Just done. But um, that's this week's episode. Next week. Um, we're going to try and get jokes on for a little championship recap. It's going to be a little bit later, but it's going to be fun to talk to him. Um, and then from there, you know, we're going to try and see what we can do. We appreciate the listen, like, subscribe, rate, review, um, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your dad. And, um, see you until next time. Cheers, buddy. Good to talk to you. Cheers. Yep. Peace everybody.